0: Hello, and welcome back to the Grief Gang podcast with me, your host, Amber Jeffrey. The message behind the Grief Gang is to normalise the topic of conversation that is grief. People living with grief can often feel ashamed, isolated, and alone. This podcast was created to break those taboos after I myself experienced all of those feelings after the loss of my mum in 2016. I decided enough was enough and we need to talk about this. You'll hear on this podcast an array of stories and experiences, some being my own and some being fantastic guest episodes and their incredible stories. You'll laugh, you'll cry, but I hope above all, I hope you'll learn. I hope you'll learn that you are not alone in your grief journey, that you have a voice and it should be heard, that you and your grief matter. So without further ado, I'll let you enjoy the episode. Happy listening. Merry Christmas. Oh, hello. Good morning. Although it is not morning when I am recording this. But good morning and happy Christmas. And welcome to your grief gang Christmas episode. I won't waste too much time without getting into it because we have got quite a lot to get through. Um Thanks to so many lovely people and for you for sharing your people with me. But just, I th- I feel like I should explain where I've been, <laughs> maybe, give a justification, I don't know. Um, but yeah, well, since July, since the last episode of season two, which has kind of given and just went by, um, it's just been spent a lot of time plotting and scheming and just thinking what do I really want for the show? and for this next season specifically. And going forward, this season three, well, I guess this is kind of, yeah, this is the intro. This is the first episode of season three. Holy shit bulls Like, it's been two years now since Grief Gang. Grief Gang's first birthday was in September. And we're now heading into season three. It's just wild and how it has grown and it's evolving and things that, I wanted to do before. I don't and etc. But this next season going forward, I've got really good feelings, and I feel like it's probably my best. Well, will be. Let's manifest this shit. Best season yet. I finally know what I do and don't like when it comes to podcasting, and what I truly want from this podcast, and what the message is, and that this is a community podcast, and it's for the people, and it's going to be a fucking long season as well. I'll tell you that. Well, we're starting here in December on Christmas Day. And my scheduled, because I'm a scheduled gal now, guys, <laughs> I've got a calendar and everything <laughs> will be like the end of June, July. Like you're going to have my voice in your ear rolls from now until December every other week. Are you ready? Are you sure? I don't think you are. Well, today, as it is Christmas Day, you'll be listening to this on Christmas morning, wherever you are in the world it could be Christmas afternoon, Christmas evening, wherever it may be, but it will be Christmas day that you will be tuning into this most likely. And what I decided to do and what I have decided to do for the past couple of Christmases since I started Grief Gang is to create an episode where I ask you to be involved. And how I ask you to be involved is one of two ways in which I asked this year. So I asked you, my wonderful community, to share one of two things with me either a favorite or special Christmas memory that you have with your person. And if you don't have one or didn't have the opportunity to make one, to share a Christmas message to your loved one. And the response and the uptake has been absolutely beautiful. And it just always blows my mind that you so generously share your people and your messages with me. Of course, it's tears my heart apart as much as it does uplift it and some of your memories and your messages make me laugh and smile but it's a real eye-opener of a lesson. I think for me anyway to be real like where where Grief Gang has grown in its scale in the last year most specifically I found it quite hard to really intimately connect with you guys just because of the growth of it and that's not to be like I'm too big but I've missed I've missed things like this so much of actually having back and forth with people about their person and their people and actually getting to know the people who so lovingly support me in this show and that's why going forward at the heart of this podcast it is going to be you guys because that's what keeps me going it has been so lovely to sit and read through these submissions and see the photos as well that you've so kindly sent into about your person that will be created into a huge collage to go along with this episode promotion so firstly just thank you to everybody who wrote in a submission and um, I really thank you for your time and for sharing your person and sharing your love and your memories with me and um, it has and it will always be one of my greatest honours of this show. Let's kick start this beautiful, beautiful episode. Dear Mum, my only wish this first Christmas without you would be to have you here with us, but I know you're up there having a glass or ten. hope we are making you as proud as ever can be. I love you and miss you more and more each day. My Christmas memory is watching Christmas movies with you buying a snow can and spraying it around with you, you monitoring everything and commenting nicely, me making you take my photos with carrot, our Christmas tree, you cooking in the kitchen, me able to hug you, me making you my Santa, me roaming while I knew you were home, my safe space, me asking you to gift me stuff within my socks, I love you, my mama. My dad loved Christmas, but his favourite day was Boxing Day. He'd make bubble and squeak for lunch every year. Oh, very controversial, though. If you're a bubble and squeaker, I'd love to know. In the evening, he'd get out bowls and bowls of Christmas nibbles he'd bought. He'd make drinks and we'd play board games for hours, laughing, drinking and eating his constant supply of nibbles. They were the best nights. My message... Dad, I wish so hard you were here to have one more game tonight, one more Christmas dinner, to see the kids open their gifts. It's not the same without you, and not fair that you're not here. I miss you more than I could ever say. Ella looks for your star every night. She says it's the lamp God gave you when you became an angel. Merry Christmas, Dad. I'll have a gin and tonic just for you. Mum always said that magical things happen at Christmas, and even though she died when I was 25... She never once told me that Santa wasn't real because she insisted on the magic, bless her. She'd get presents from our dog, from Santa's dog, and put paw prints on the tag and sneak around delivering stockings at midnight, even when I was an adult. When she died, she was undertaking a professional qualification at work, and as part of this, she had to do a psychological test to determine what type of leader she was. One of the questions asked her where her happy place was, and she answered, Christmas morning, opening stockings in bed with my family. I'm so glad she shared this with me, as it has always stuck with me. It really is one of the most special memories. I'm so glad she thought so too. Thinking of you and all the other grief ganglessness is Christmas. My Christmas submission for you, my amazing dad, Simon Wright. I have so many amazingly fond memories of Christmas and my dad. It was his favourite holiday. He'd eat too much, drink too much and of course cause arguments over Monopoly where he'd cheat. Monopoly will ruin families. It will ruin families. (laughs) My favourite memory of Christmas with my dad is probably just how happy he was on that day and how much life and homeliness he brought to the day. He'd always make the day feel so special with the huge spread of food on the table, the jokes he'd say, the loudness he brought into any room and be my gin drinking partner throughout the day. My Christmas for my dad this year, the first one without, that would be, fuck, I miss you. Life has been so fucking shit since you left us, left us this summer. I'm so tired of putting on a brave face. I'd do anything to have you back here with us. I hope you're proud of me. I passed my first year at university and I'm now tackling my second year. Your advice and endless knowledge would be so useful. I'm trying hard my hardest to make you proud. I hope you're enjoying your gin wherever you are. I miss you endlessly. Love you always, your princess, Leah. My brother G loved to wind me up. I say that like I didn't do it back to him when I absolutely did. We were born to prank each other, but we had a deep love too. "'One year when I was about 14 and he was 16, "'my Christmas present was a huge box. "'I was super excited. "'I opened the box, first box, almost squealing with joy, "'only to find another box inside, then another, then another. "'I realised what he'd done. "'Layer after bloody layer of wrapping paper, tissue paper, boxes. "'There were also decoy boxes in there too, "'with absolutely nothing in them apart from other bits of paper.' Finally, I get to a teeny tiny box. On the inside was a beautiful and very cool spinning ring to wear on my finger. It was perfect. God knows how long it took G to wrap those boxes up, because like me, he hated wrapping gifts. But in this instance, I'm sure he persisted just for the prank. I can imagine himself pissing himself laughing as he was wrapping each box. With each and every layer I tore through, he was cracking up more and more, and I was crying with laughter. It was just so us. Constantly taking the piss out of each other, but loving each other hard. This is a cherished memory and I miss his bones. Hello, my father. Nearly a year since you died and last Christmas day, I knew you weren't right. I should have known. I'm sorry that I couldn't save you. I'm sorry I didn't sense it and called that morning. I wish I could go back in time and rush to you and stop you. I miss you so much, especially at Christmas. You should be coming over and trying to convince us to watch the Strictly Christmas special and then falling asleep on my shoulder in your Hawaiian shirt. I can't listen to fairy tale of New York anymore because I know how much you loved it. Thank you for being the best dad in the world. Everyone thinks this is the best, but you actually were. Thank you for loving me. I hope you can't see how broken I am. But if you can, know that it is because of how much I love you. I hope you're safe and that you're happy. Please wait for me. I'll miss you for the rest of my life, every single day, and I love you forever. I hope you can feel it. Happy Christmas, Dad. Thanks so much for the opportunity to send a little message. My mum died in February, suddenly, but after a long illness. Last Christmas was full of on-call doctors, ambulances, and was when her syringe driver was fitted, and then she was taken to our local hospice for respite care. Looking back, it was clear that was our last Christmas, but my mum was so stubborn and strong she wasn't going to die, that we never spoke about her dying. And that's really hard to come to terms with. I'm an only child and she's a single mum, so she was such a central part of my life. house is next door, but one to mine. So here is my submission. For my mum, Viv, you taught me Christmas is about love, connection and laughter. As we didn't have family around, we'd get together with some close friends. We would always take a walk in the woods, you often with your Santa hat on. You'd say Merry Christmas to everyone. We didn't have a lavish dinner table or piles of presents, but we had each other, and nothing could buy your love. We'd finish the day content, cosy on the sofa and laughing together to Mrs. Brown's boys. You loved that show, so did my mum. <laughs> Thanks mum. I miss you so, so much. Life without you is harder than I ever thought it could be. Love you. Chelly. My favourite Christmas memory. One of my earliest memories was my mum reading books to me on Christmas Eve. She grew up in America and had these copies of How the Grinch style Christmas and The Night Before Christmas that were older than I was. Every Christmas Eve until I was 17, mum read those books to me. She had such a great voice and even though I knew the words off by heart I would be completely enthralled. The year before she died I asked her to read the books again even though I was now 30. I would treasure that last Christmas Eve forever. My dad's name is John Abbess. We lost him this September to MND, motor neurone disease. I helped cared for him through his illness. Christmas Day wasn't really the day I would spend with dad once him and my mum separated. Boxing day was dad's day. Dad's day were a day filled with whatever you wanted. Chocolate for breakfast, dinner and tea. Pretty much whatever you wanted, you got. That's just what dad did. Much to, much to the dismay of my mother. Mum would spend an arm and a leg at Christmas on us and dad would rock up with just a Barbie doll for the third year in a row and I would love it. And that's how it always was. Dad was my first love. A real daddy's girl. Even though through all of this, flaws and he had a few. <laughs> but to me he was perfect. My Christmas message to him is that I love him and I miss him not just this Christmas but every day and I'm sorry, so so sorry I wasn't with you when you passed away and I'd give anything to hug you and for you to hug me back. Something which we lost through his illness he couldn't even hold my hand but I could hold his and one day I'll run into your arms again. Love you always and forever. Happy Christmas dad, love your number one. Christmas is bloody tough and can be a real onslaught when you are grieving. We're sending our love to you, Amber, and to all your listeners, your grief gang who are missing someone. Our advice is to give yourself permission to be a hot mess and don't feel bad for setting boundaries if you need to. Amen. Our mums were so similar and when we were talking about stories we could share with you, it's no surprise that they both did Christmas in a non-traditional way. Im's mum, Vanessa, never had a Christmas tree but each year used to decorate a big twig in the backyard <laughs> with glitter and baubles. She thought it was arty. Sal's mum also bucked the Christmas tree tradition, putting a stuffed Miss Piggy toy on top of the tree each year instead of an angel. They both often couldn't be fucked to cook a Christmas dinner. Maybe it's because they didn't have ovens, another random thing they had in common. So over in the UK, Sal's mum would sometimes make a turkey curry. Over in Oz, Ims would make salads and they'd eat them around a coffee table sitting on the floor. As much as it sounds random, we promise it was fun. We miss their anti-Christmas traditions as much as we miss them, but even so, we won't be decorating a Christmas twig this year. (laughs) I love the twig. Bring back the twig. This is my Christmas message to my great-granddad, great-grandma and great-aunt. Just want to say you helped me through a really dark and rough time in my life when I was desperate for someone to relate to. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas, nanny, granddad and auntie. I still wait for your Christmas cards every year and I always forget but I know you're still writing them somewhere. Happy Christmas we're all raising a glass for you. Of the 12 months your heart could have stopped did it have to be December. The pine scent of a fresh Christmas tree takes me back so vividly to those last days in the hospice. The time I went shopping the week before you left us unsure whether to buy you a gift and unsure whether one asked for the refund policy in situations like this. I didn't buy you one, but I did go and see the new Star Wars film for you. And no, I didn't really understand the plot without you by my side. My plan this year is to check into a hotel and hope there's a rerun of Shark Week on Nat Geo. That's probably your dream Christmas after all. Quiet, cool, no fuss, dance into your own beat cam. See, I try and be a bit more like you in the small and bigger ways. Grateful for every Christmas I had with you. All you taught me, the best gift I've ever had. Grey lived his whole life in that magical almost Christmas time of year. The NICU Christmas tree was up. He had a glitter advent calendar tucked into his incubator and an elf on the shelf perched on his monitor. When we knew he was going to die, our wonderful medical team arranged for us to take him for a walk in a wonderful old-fashioned pram with oxygen tanks underneath. We walked around the hospice in the crisp December sunshine with two nurses and a consultant. As we headed back into the hospital, they ushered us into the hospital's chapel. Inside, Christmas lights twinkled along the altar, stars were draped along the walls, and a mini Christmas tree lit up a side table. As a surprise, they decorated it for us. They brought us hot chocolate, and we sat with our teeny baby, watching him, as the sunlight through the stained glass window threw a pattern of coloured shards across the floor. There was such.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited
0: time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Peace in that moment. The anxiety that had come before and the pain that was cut to come faded away. And it was just us and our little boy breathing in some festive magic. Bit of background. The Cross family are massive music fans and will listen to everything but with six blooming kids the music was extremely varied in the family household. Our dad when he was too uncool to go to gigs anymore would sit on YouTube listening to his fave bands live all the bloody time. He for sure had the best music taste. This is the main thing that has been passed down to us brackets really cool kids. Don't worry dad we'll take the gigs over from now on. Personally favourite Christmas memory is one very special to me. I had received a much-wanted record player the year before my birthday and he had chosen that this Christmas. He would spent all his free time and some working hours to search for all the vinyls we love listening to. He also only got the ones that he enjoyed so he didn't have to bear listening to anything else. Just sitting, listening to our favourite music, ignoring the world. The little things truly mean the most. As a founding memory, we also used to watch Morecambe and Wise, Good Life and Faulty Towers every Christmas. However, most episodes were muted by his laugh and still watching these gives us so much joy and will be passed down through the generations as a cross tradition. We would just like to say a very Merry Christmas to our dad, Tim Cross, wherever you are, but we will always celebrate for and with you every year. Message to you, Amber. Thank you so much for letting us share more about our dad. I don't think you're aware of what you do to the world and every day to make someone's life a little easier through this crazy storm. Our favourite Christmas memory of dad's. Christmas time and Christmas day is extra special for us as a family as it's our mum's birthday. This means my sister and I take care of things in the hope our mum would relax and enjoy her day. It took a good few years before we were able to truly do it all, but we got there in the end. What makes Christmas Day even more special is that we all spend it together. It's our mum's day and the children's day, but we'd always make sure dad felt special too. It was our way of showing him how thankful we are for everything he does for us. For me, one of the favourite memories I have of my dad at Christmas is his face when he receives and opens present. He would often say we needn't bother getting him anything, but the smile on his face when he, we knew he likes his gifts that smile and the feeling it gave us is precious and priceless our dad was also a sharp dresser he'd always be looking nice and coordinated whenever we went out and when he'd come to us for Christmas dinner when we would compliment him and tell him he looked nice or that his fragrance was nice we'd get that smile other Christmas memories would be our dad carving up the meats once dinner was ready to be served He was also in charge of making coleslaw, which also tasted yummy. What would also always be nice on Christmas Day is seeing the joy, happiness, peace and laughter. For my sister and I, it's a rewarding sight to see. After spending quite a bit of time in the kitchen getting everything done, it makes it all worthwhile. This time of year can be quite difficult, thinking about our dad and missing him. But something we are thankful, grateful and blessed for are the treasured, priceless memories that we made. Absolutely. My favourite Christmas memories with my beautiful brother Cameron are running into our parents' room excitedly to open our stockings and also the way his face lit up when I put his plate of Xmas dinner down in front of him. Typical boy, eh? I'm about to experience my first Christmas that like my wonderful dad. In fact, this time is feeling cruel and like a sick reminder of what happened. My dad, mum, brother and I all began showing pretty brutal signs, symptoms of Covid on Christmas Eve and that is where our nightmare begins. We spent the next week under blankets, shivering, sweating, crying and coughing and tragically for my dad in the end struggling to breathe. No Christmas films, no Christmas dinner, no family around us, no pulling crackers or wearing silly hats, little joy, poor health. Yet this is now my last Christmas with my dad. And I feel haunted by it. Despite all of this, I was still surrounded by love, patience, and support. Mum and Dad were an incredible team at Christmas. Mum sprinkled her magic over the house and was the perfect host. Dad worked tirelessly at cooking a Christmas dinner. Some years this could be for as many as 20 people. I have the fondest memories of Christmas the magic, the love, and the cherished moments of my family. We are trying, we are going to attempt a Christmas in his honour. Right now I've no idea how my heart will survive it but dad made Christmas magical for us for 23 years. The least I can do is try. This will be my first without my dad Chris or as I called him Pops. The best memories I have with my dad at Christmas was a new tradition I started a few years ago where we did a family selfie and shared it on social media. Even though dad was poorly last year we still did one and I'll treasure that one forever. Here's the picture and it's a beautiful one at that. We really went for it at that Christmas party, my last one working there. I felt so un-Christmassy until I saw you. I'm not sure what feeling Christmassy is anymore. We didn't even dance that much, and you told me you were nervous, but we became this solid unit of just being there. You always made me feel better. You still do. I'm still in shock that you're gone at all, let alone that it's coming up to a year. You're not missing much here, it's the same cunts doing the same country, <laughs> but we miss you the most. Lots of love to you, E. My mum, Florine Charles, a memory. There is always a routine with Mrs. Charles, the proper Caribbean way. So one Christmas, me and the bros thought it would be funny to go against that. We made a crazy attempt to open all the gifts on Christmas Eve while my mum was asleep. So picture this. 11pm, Christmas Eve. Myself and my two brothers creeping down the stairs. Okay, we're in. I've torn one shot of wrapping off a gift. Then we hear the light switch flick. Then my mum's voice, these damn children. (laughs) The look on her face was priceless. We all ran to her laughing and jumped on her. Loads of cuddles. A message. I should have joined you in the kitchen all those years you was cooking the Christmas dinner. And for my sister. "'Sissy Charles. "'Girl, Christmas was never the same after Mum left. "'We stopped celebrating it. "'Now that you're gone, "'I wish you would have celebrated it at least once, "'the sister's way. "'Merry Christmas, my girly. "'Love you endless. "'I'll definitely raise a glass for you this year. "'Mum, this first Christmas without you hurts so much "'and everything is a constant reminder of you. "'I ache to have you here "'and for us, us to do all the Christmassy activities "'we normally do.' I miss your warmth and how much care you put into everything this time of year. I'm trying to look after dad and make sure he eats something decent this Christmas rather than his usual microwave meals he keeps having, or as he likes to call them, dinger meals. I know somebody like that. I know you wouldn't want us to feel so low, but we will feel this way for now. We hope that in years to come we can enjoy Christmas as much as you would want us to, and that we can carry on your traditions. I love you and miss you so, so much. P.S. Yes, we'll miss your incredible roast potatoes. <laughs> That's something as well, isn't it? It's the food, you miss them sometime, and you can try and emulate it and do it. But I think they just had the knack for it, didn't they? My parents ran their own business, so they were always so busy with work. But Christmas Day was the one day of the year they would close. Dad would open 10 to 4 on Christmas Eve how crazy that 25 years later and I can still remember his opening times. So I would literally watch the clock all afternoon. I remember standing at the kitchen window waiting to see his car, willing him to be home so that Christmas could officially get started. I knew that once he was home and the door was closed, that was it. Christmas had begun, and I'd have both my parents at home for a whole day. Even writing it now makes me feel so excited. I can see little me there, chomping on quality streets, standing on the chair to be tall enough to see out of the window to spot his car. My mum cooking up a storm with a glass of champagne on the go. One year, I remember his car pulling into the drive, seeing the headlights right at the moment the snowman came on TV. Even now hearing we're walking in the air takes me right back. Right back to that moment, that pure happiness that absolute excitement that I'd get to have my mum and dad at home with me for a whole day. It's the most bittersweet memory. I'm so glad that those years I got with my parents were so special, that the memories keep me going in all the years we don't get to have together. Christmas, our favourite holiday. From taking pictures with Santa, decorating the house buying our Christmas tree, waking up early to make breakfast and opening presents. We loved our Christmas time together. Our last Christmas in 2017 was so special and I will forever cherish that year. I will never forget the burned pancakes. (laughs) Edu, I want to say that I miss you so much and I wish you were here. I think of you in every Christmas light I see. I still take pictures of Santa and every year I buy an extra ornament for you. I will celebrate for the both of us here on Earth, and I miss you. I miss your hugs, your laugh, your excitement on Christmas morning, your smile. I miss us. Enjoy Christmas in heaven with Grandma and Dad. Love your sister Faye. Feliz Natal. Sometimes I still can't believe we only had the chance to spend one Christmas together before you went to heaven. No wonder I've always struggled to enjoy the holidays. Even though I can't remember the short time we had together, I do cherish having your old Christmas decorations and all the ways I've used them to keep your memory alive. It's clear you love this time of year and while it makes my heart ache, I try to honour it anyway because I know it brought you so much joy. There's much more to say and yet words always fail me. When I try to talk to you, I just hope you know how deeply you're loved and missed and how bittersweet the holidays still feel without you even 37 years later. Love your baby girl, Lindsay Joy. My mum's name was Sarah and when I was younger she used to leave our Christmas stockings in our bedroom so that when we woke up we'd have some presents to open first thing. I realised this was to distract us from getting her up too early. Absolutely. Yeah but then you just tear through them and you bounce, you bounce into their room and it. (laughs) anyway every Christmas I'd have anxiety about Santa coming into my bedroom so she'd give me cowpaw as I'd be up all night otherwise laughing to myself right now that is true isn't it actually when you deep it like why did we not have more anxiety about this strange man coming into our rooms at night we're just like oh call it Santa like it's fine I'm so with you in that hit me with the cowpole." Then one year I realised Santa wasn't real and in fact it was mum coming into the room so I frantically moved the stocking outside of the bedroom door so I wasn't awake to see her sneak in and fill them up. I never told her this because I wanted her to still feel the Christmas magic. (laughs) At this time of year I'm constantly reminded of my beautiful wife who was called, appropriately, Joy. Her name is everywhere on candles, stars, decorations and I love it. This is a time of love and remembrance and I recall the beautiful display that was put in her memory during the Christmas show just two months after she died at the little theatre where we met. I remember standing there with our friends, looking at all the photos, crying and laughing in equal measures at the memories and being so grateful to have had her in my life, even if sepsis cut our time together cruelly short. I'll be raising a glass to her as usual this year and telling her that we are all well and happy, that we still miss her like crazy, but we have so much love in our lives. Her legacy lives on of kindness, laughter and, of course, joy. My favourite Christmas memory with my mum isn't one particular memory, but rather how she made Christmas so magical. She was the craftiest person and we'd always get handmade gifts like rugs, hot water bottles or aprons. Even when money was really tight, we'd have overflowing stockings where she'd hunted down bargains to make the day special. She loved Christmas so much, but organisation wasn't her biggest strength. So her grand plans would always inevitably leave us all running about wrapping up presents, icing the Christmas cake, baking mince pies, sausage rolls and numerous desserts all on Christmas Eve. One year, my sister and I decided mum and dad should have a stocking too and wrote her a letter from Santa, asking for her Christmas list. We were only little, so spent our pocket money on doing her stocking, which she must have topped up with extra presents to fool my siblings and I into thinking that Santa really was real. Mummy, I can't believe it's been nearly a year. I miss you so much every day and I hope more than anything that you're up there with granny and granddad having a Jameson's for Christmas. I'm doing everything I can to keep the Christmas magic and bring all the family together like you would have. I love you, mummy. I feel so, so privileged that I got 25 Christmases with you. I'm so lucky that I got to call you my mum. Merry Christmas, mum. Wow what a special episode, what a special episode full of special submissions and special people and I always find after I do these episodes really quite reflective and I'm often kind of left a bit speechless and a little bit more quiet than how I probably started Um, because I'm just kind of holding um, everything that I've just read and seen because it really is special. Thank you again to everybody who wrote in this year. I really appreciate it. And like I said before, it's one of my greatest honours that you have shared your memories and your messages to your people. And for those who didn't write in, it's totally fine. Sometimes you're not ready or if it's just not up your alley. I hope if you're listening today and you're hearing all these other memories and messages from other people that on this day, whatever you're doing, whether you are with family and friends and you've got a busy day and I don't know, you're taking half an hour out of your day to to listen to this, that it gives you an opportunity to just sit quietly and peacefully and remember your person and your people and whether this is your first Christmas without them, as I know for many, many this year it will be a first, or whether it's your 10th, um, Take the day easy on yourself. There's no right or wrong way to do this. It can be still shit 10 years down the line on the day. I still don't know now, however, I feel on the day. I just wake up and I think, hmm, okay, feeling all right today? No, I'm not feeling all right today. And it can change throughout the course of the day and just let it do its fucking thing. If you want to be sad on Christmas Day, well everyone's pulling the crackers and being wee and you don't feel it don't don't succumb to it if you don't want to but then on the other hand too if you do feel good on Christmas day and you actually think yeah I'm all right this is me validating you and saying it's okay to feel okay on these days as well because I think sometimes that doesn't get said enough as well that these milestones and holidays and festivities festivity times or festive times can come around and we're kind of not told that it's all it's okay to be okay. Welcome to season 3 baby. Let's have a wicked season and let's be loving and gentle and kind not only to others but ourselves into this new year. It's been a hell of a 2 years as in a hell of a 2 years and kindness little bits of kindness really can make the world go around thank you for listening to your grief gang christmas episode 2021 well that's it for this week's episode i hope you all enjoyed it and it set your week off to a great start whether you've laughed a little cried a little i mean i think crying is good for the style or you've resonated with something that was said Thank you for listening and spending time out of your day to do so. If you like what you hear, please do rate, review and subscribe. In doing so, you're ensuring that lots more people get to find the Grief Gang podcast and hopefully help them too. If you're not already, check out the Grief Gang on social media platforms such as Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. I'm most active on the Instagram page where I love, love, love to connect with you all. For now, take care and big, big love.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.